while it may sound like an excuse, the unfortunate reality is that there is a very limited pool of black talent to recruit from. That is a direct quote from the CEO, Charles. I'm going to just call him Charles, Jay. That- call him Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, we want to have a word with you, Chuck. We need to have a sit down, Chuck. This is a courtesy call, Chuck. This is a Jay Prince courtesy oh, call, Chuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> What up, what up? This is the Literacy Kings Podcast. My name is Corey Paul, rapper, creative, and entrepreneur. And I'm Jamarcus Traham, a.k.a. Jay with the NBA, investor and teacher. Hey, man, we grew up in a neighborhood with like a 40% dropout rate and didn't read a book until we was grown men. But once we did, it changed our lives. So now we're breaking down books to build up culture. We are the Literacy Kings. Now... What up, what up? This is the Literacy Kings podcast, baby. Thank y'all for joining us again for another episode. While it may sound like an excuse, the unfortunate reality is that there is a very limited pool of black talent to recruit from. That is a direct quote from the CEO Charles, I'm gonna just call him Charles, Jay. That- call him Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, we want to have a word with you, Chuck. We need to have a sit down, Chuck. This is a courtesy call, Chuck. This is a Jay Prince courtesy oh, call, Chuck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chuck. That's a direct quote from Chuck, the CEO of Wells Fargo, when it was mentioned about uh, the lack of of diversity in executive management so we still in our money circulation series you know we've been uh throwing 90s tyson punches at the banks mm-hmm. in the money circulation series and chuck ain't making it no better for him with comments um that are that we're that we're keeping in perfect context that are wild like this man so uh, you know, we've been talking about how money flows, where it comes from, where it go, how the banks charging fees, how they, you know, what they're doing. We've been talking about all of that in the money circulation series. And this is a perfect time to dive into um, behind the numbers. You know what I'm saying? What's, what's, what gets deeper than than just the numbers, which is the mentality, the mindsets, the biases um, that a lot of time people of color are faced with. And so um, this statement made by uh, Wells Fargo CEO directly after um, the murders of Breonna Taylor, the murder of uh, George Floyd, who mm-hmm. um, is from Houston, from that I knew personally and it grew up um and, and Jay Jay him and Jay from the same hood. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So um so it's a perfect it's a perfect time, you know, to bust bust all of this down, man. So we're gonna get straight into it. But before we do that, Jay, how you feeling, baby? Chuck, we want to have a word with your player. We need to have a sit down, Chuck. Yeah, Chuck. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 and you know what? I got friends that work at Wells Fargo. I got friends that actually are uh, executives mm-hmm. at Wells Fargo that actually work in uh, corporate analysis and accounts. They're not, they're not at the bank. They're not tellers. Mm-hmm. And, like, they actually in Wells Fargo like corporate structure. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, I kind of told them, I forewarned them, I'm about to 
do something bad to y'all CEO. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm a, I'm not gonna say their name to protect them, but uh, they agree with everything that I'm finna do to Chuck. Straight like that. Straight yeah, like so, that. So, um, I told him I said, hey, you know, just let y'all know, I'm finna get at Charles. Sharf, aka Chuck. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, yeah, well, uh, we're, that, that's been a big thing. They've been sending out memos, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, they 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 send us emails, and we're gonna have training mm-hmm. on this, and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Chuck, <laughs> Jay, Jay with the NBA want to holler at you. Yeah. Um, so let's let's let's." Before we even before we even get into Chuck, let's talk about Wells Fargo. Mm. Let's let's this ain't nothing. They ain't new to this. They true to this. Boy, my mama be saying she say, look, I give. She say I give anybody in the world a chance to right they wrong. <laughs> she say you do something once, maybe you made an honest mistake, but once you start twice and three and four, five times. I just gotta start feeling like this. How you living? Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I need to. I need to believe who you show me. You are versus what you say. I need to believe what you show me. You know what I'm saying? So Wells Fargo has a history, <laughs> a well documented history of doing their customers dirty. It's not my opinion. This is not a Literacy Kings. This is not a Corey Paul opinion. This is a documented fact that Wells Fargo has a history of. Uh, doing their, co- their, their their customers dirty. Okay, so let's let's back it up. Let's back it up and let's start. Should we start with the fake account scandal, Jay? No, no, no. We uh, go back <clears> than that. I want to start back with the beginning of Wells Fargo number because Wells Fargo makes it seem like they've been around since the, the wagon, the wagon, the wagon. <laughs> that line. Okay, Talk that line. Um, that's not where they started. Wells Fargo. Uh, bought that name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, they bought the rights to that name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see here. Um, see, we don't just pull up. We don't just no, no, pull no, no, up no. on the scene. We got Jay got. We got paper and highlighters and computer screens up behind the scenes. We didn't did our independent research. This wasn't for school or nothing. This just for y'all, baby. Because we want to make sure that this is not just random information. You know that that we giving that this is our. Uh, our views, but our views are tied to actual facts. Yeah, so Wells Fargo didn't start off as Wells Fargo. It was a, a company called Northwest mm-hmm. Bancorp. Um, and through mergers and through acquisitions, uh, they want to make it seem like that was around since the 1800s, but really Northwest was coming together in around the Great Depression, 19, mm. late 1920s or whatever. So. Yeah. Um, it was a group of banks from the Midwest, basically. So they, they was post Model T. They was post yeah. Ford motor vehicles. And so all that. yeah. Then Northwest grew, and then Wells Fargo, the actual stagecoach mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. or whatever, it had got into banking later. Mm-hmm. Like so, they want to make it seem like, oh yeah, we've been servicing guys. Yeah, tonight. yeah. Man, cut it out. please cut, cut the it malarkey. Out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, when Northwest and them and Bank of America merged, then they bought the name. Um, not Bank of America. When Northwest and Wells Fargo merged, they bought the name Wells Fargo and Company mm. to go with it. Good so game. It makes it seem like oh, we just been around and you know, yeah. you know, uh, 
we just here for the people and we're just trusted and says right. this and man, please, right. Jack. Right, 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 right. Now, I don't like none of the four major banks. Right. You know what I'm saying? But today is just Wells Fargo's turn. Right, right. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah, to get, yeah, this, yeah. To get we, this heat, man. Yeah. yeah. But uh no 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 no. I, I you said did this just start with him? What what you No, I said I said <laughs> I said where do we want to start? Do we wanna take it back to them uh, all of the fake accounts they were opening. No, no, no. We no. Go okay, so I'm there. not gonna go back in there. there. Now understand that Jay with the NBA is about to take you through a slew mm-hmm. of Wells Fargo um, unethical practices. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I don't want you to think that it's exclusive to them. A lot of these banks, bro, mm-hmm. are horrible. So if you wanna, if you want to find out how horrible these banks are because you be you might think Jay with the NBA is gassing you up uh, go to Corporate Research Project mm. and Google the name of your bank mm-hmm. uh, Google Wells Fargo Corporate Rap Sheet uh, from Corporate Research Project Corporate Research Project is a, like a watchdog group for banks mm. Uh, you can do. You can look at Bank of America; they horrible too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just look at dirty, dirty laundry. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Mister Scharf mm-hmm. hasn't been there that long, right? Chuck been there since 2019. So maybe Chuck needs a history lesson, mm-hmm. there, buddy. Hey, mm-hmm. Chuck, let me give you a history lesson. On the company that you were in, because you came from what Visa? Visa, yeah, he's yeah. Chuck Visa. came from Visa. Visa be stealing too, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, you know, that's another episode. But hey, Chuck, I ain't gonna even take you back that far, Chuck. I'm gonna take you back ten years, Chuck. Okay. Yeah, the last ten years, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah. I ain't gonna even go back to the crimes that they committed <laughs> right. a long time ago. Right, right. Hey, Chuck, let's get let's get it started. Mm-hmm. A slew mm-hmm. of settlements that you guys had to pay. Mm-hmm. Right, um, now I ain't gonna even get into when y'all uh, took over Wachovia, right? And right. all kind of uh, mortgage dealing, cause that was why they ended up buying Wachovia out of uh, that mortgage crisis and all mm-hmm, that in mm-hmm. early two thousands. So I ain't gonna even go back that far. Mm-hmm. Chuck, let's start off. Wells Fargo had problems of its own in two in November two thousand nine. It had agreed to pay. Um, to buy back 1.4 billion in auction rate securities to settle allegations by the California Attorney General in misleading investors. Mm. In 2000, in May 2011, it was fined one million dollars by FINRA, which is a financial group, right, for failing to uh, send disclosure documents to customers. Mm. They notorious for that. They don't send y'all your paperwork. All right. Um, same month it agreed to pay 16 million dollars to settle charges violating Americans with Disabilities Act. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come, come on, man. Hey Chuck. Even even these you know boys got rules. Hey Chuck, man. man, you know, I know some people that won't sell to certain people. You know what man. I'm talking about? Hey, but you know, Wells Fargo, they don't leave you out the table. Uh another back to 2011. One. Keep it going. Wells Fargo agreed. To pay $125 million mm. to settle a lawsuit in which a group of pension funds accused it of misrepresenting the quality of pools of mortgage-related securities. So when you want to talk about um, a pool of black talent, Chuck, yeah, let's talk about what y'all was doing with the quality of y'all pools of 
mortgage related securities, bro. <laughs> right, right. You're right. misrepresenting right. it and you playing with these people pension funds, bro. Bruh. You know Bruh. what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, yeah. come on, Chuck. Hey, come this way, Chuck. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to you. November 2011, Wells Fargo agreed to pay 37 million to settle a lawsuit accusing it of manip- municipal bonds rigging. Another one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, Chuck, y'all playing games with the money, huh? Ain't no finesse. When you rig something, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Ain't no apologies for that. You just got caught. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next month, mm. they got fined again to another $2 million for improper sales of reverse convertible securities. And later, later another $2.1 million. Hey, Chuck, man, y'all just giving away millions, man. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't you could hire. It ain't they money. It's our money. Anyway. Yeah, you could, you could hire a whole bunch of black people, Chug, with those millions that you're paying in and, fines. And, Chug. and and with all and <laughs> what this is telling me is, I mean, I already know this, but on black and white, obviously, whatever this superior superior talent pool y'all hiring from. They ain't getting the job done. <laughs> y'all got a whole bunch of uh, y'all got a whole bunch of sloppy robbers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's getting caught. So you saying it ain't enough black people that's talented enough? But the the, the talent that you got that's obviously not a person of color. The talent that you got, uh, they just sloppy robbers. What we are talented is is staying away from Wells Fargo. Huh. That's what we're talented <laughs> in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey Chuck, come back here. Jay with the NBA is not done with you. Uh. February 2012. See, mm-hmm. I'm work, I'm working my way up to the current mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. February 2012. $25 billion settlement. Billion with the federal government and state attorney general to resolve allegations of loan servicing and foreclosure abuse. Bruh. The Bruh. New York Attorney General later sued Wells Fargo for breaching the terms of that settlement. <laughs> so come on, hey Chuck, hey Chuck, y'all got y'all got hit for twenty five B's, mm-hmm. and then you got sued again for breaching the terms of that contract. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey Chuck, you, you, you got <laughs> so you was out on bun already. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and then jump, yeah, and then ran off on your bun, jump your bun. Yeah, no doubt. Um. Speaking of African Americans, Chuck, I'm going to move your attention to July 2012. Mm. Uh, the U.S. District, uh, I'm sorry, the U.S. Justice Department announced that Wells Fargo would pay 175 million mm. to settle charges that engage in a pattern of discrimination against African American and Hispanic borrowers. Yep. In its mortgage lending during the period of 2004 to 2009. Mm. In August 2012, the next month, Wells Fargo agreed to pay $6.5 million to settle SEC charges that it failed to fully research the risk associated with mortgage-backed securities before selling them to customers such as municipal, municipal, uh, municipalities and non-profit organizations. So I want to stop right here. What they was doing, they was going to churches, they were sending mm-hmm. representatives mm-hmm. to churches and other non-profits, YMCA, stuff like that, where they know minorities, blacks and Hispanics hang out. Mm-hmm. Trying to get, hey, come get this mortgage with Wells Fargo, knowing they finna sell him some dummy bricks. Right, 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 right. Knowing right. they finna with the sell intention. you, yeah, all shake. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. 
with the intention, brother, a pattern of discrimination. <laughs> right, 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 so right. Yeah. Not yeah. what the investigation said was not only did they discriminate against borrowers, but they intentionally set up these borrowers with horrible loans. Right, right, right. Yeah. Preying on the fact that they the, the assumption that they're gonna be ignorant and not understand fully understand or that they'll be able to take advantage of them so it's financially wrong it's professionally wrong it's morally wrong and it's spiritually wrong yeah yeah so you know you got 2013 they got 8.5 billion in uh foreclosure abuse so this could go on for yeah, a while I, I this could go on, on for a while I, I, okay this could go on part. for a while all right <laughs> so let's let's just let's go up to the one in february it was another three billion settlement with regulatories to close the book on the bank's civil and criminal liability. Civil and criminal Both. liability. This is not just paperwork. This is not just something between people. This is actual criminal offenses that's being that's that's uh that's taking place. So the laundry list. It, that, that, that Jay is recapping the things that I'm saying it's not just to say for the sake of saying them it's to understand how backwards the mindset is uh, oftentimes of people like Chuck in power who utter the words like it's not enough talented black people when you got a squad full of juggers and robbers and, on, and, and, and gangland. And it's gangland. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You know, our partners and our cousins doing time right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For, for uh, minor offenses in comparison to what uh, is being done there. So the whole understanding of when you come up, how me and Jay came up, you come up from low income, you come up from the bottom, and it's this understanding that. A person that looked like uh, uh, you know Chuck and his partners are these successful, these clean, and it's you know the the white hat and all of that. What we're trying to showcase clearly is that is a lie. It is a bold faced lie. It's not about what you look like, or it's not about where you come from. It's not about the you know if your color is pigment, your, the color of your skin has a certain amount of pigmentation. You can be a crook. In any shade, any height, any gender, right? And it is not our personal opinion. It is factual to see all of the things that's been going on at Wells Fargo. And so it'd be different if Chuck came in and he was trying to turn the ship. But he's not trying to turn the ship making statements like that. He's trying to continue um, the oppressive behavior of large banking industries and, and, and people in power. Okay, Corey is the political one. He want to say stuff now. Let me shoot Chuck in the face one more time. Let me pull out Chuck. Let Jay with the NBA pull out this Mossberg and shoot you in your face. Hey, guess what, Chuck? It's hard to find talent pool if they can't make it through college because you're talking about executives in Wells Fargo. Yeah. Right? Say, like, hey, Chuck, hey, Chuck, August 2016, Chuck, your company, bro, Wells Fargo, they 
were penalized by the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. And ask me why, Corey. Ask me why. Why? 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 $3.6 million plus 410000 in restitution. To, why? Why, Corey? Ask why, me why. Why? why, why, why. Because allegations that they engaged in illegal student loan service practices. Mm. Chuck? Mm. Hey, Chuck, we can't even get to through school to make it because mm. y'all 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 finessing with the private student loans mm. at Wells Fargo. Mm. Chuck. Mm. Mm. But you want us to just uh, oh you know you know what Wells Fargo they are habitual line steppers. They're line steppers. They man. habitually line step dog. And it is on, Chuck, it is as they said in their documents as, as in the documents a pattern that's being shown. Okay. So okay let's stop there. We could go on and on and on. Yeah, let me, let me take a deep breath, man. I'm gonna, we can go on and on and on about that. Right? Chuck, boy, you lucky, boy. You lucky. Corey, the civilized one, Chuck. <laughs> let's, 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 let's move forward, okay? Let's move forward and go to the next, let's go to the next stage of uh, fraud, dirty money. <laughs> it's a Netflix series, dirty money. So, Wells Fargo... Um, they they were under fire mm-hmm. um, some years back um, because they were putting pressure the 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 executives the the chucks of the company mm-hmm. were putting pressure on the the what they called the lower tier employees you know the day to day bankers to open up. Um, new accounts. Yeah, check po- Chuck Potner. Yeah, probably check Chuck golfing buddy. Right. Uh, John yeah. Stumpf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His golfing buddy. Yeah, they wanted they wanted them. They needed them to open up as many accounts as possible, and they 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 were setting quotas um, uh, on how many they had to open, and if the employees didn't open up a certain amount or reach their quotas, they would be penalized. Um, and some employees reported even fired for not reaching these quotas. They wanted them. They didn't care who got anybody, you know, ABG, anybody get it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, they wanted you to call your family, your friends, you you know, your partners. They were saying that people already got accounts, open up other uh, accounts. You know what I'm saying? Aliases and all of this. Right. What did you notice about the people in the documentary? Were they, were they white males? Nah, I'm a minority. <laughs> minority. People of color. Yeah, people of color. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go ahead and tear y'all neighborhood up mm-hmm. so we can meet these uh, quotas. Go ahead and give your aunt seven accounts mm-hmm. at Wells Fargo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Some with her knowing and some with that not even, she don't even know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Go ahead, bro. Yeah, yeah. And and so, so what happened, what happened with this is... They were trying to, because they were making money off of all of these, because they were opening up so many accounts. People didn't even know they had accounts. Some people didn't even know they had accounts, and they were getting charged. They was getting overdraft fee. I remember the fees that we've been talking mm-hmm. about. We've been telling y'all about. I told all they these, gonna play finesse games. All of these mm-hmm. banking fees. See. When we t- we on the show talking about the fees and Jay's talking about the billions of dollars of fees, you know what I'm saying? That's for real, right? So Wells Fargo, um, Wells Fargo was charging all of these fees and making all of this money off of, um, you know these these customers, and a lot of them didn't know, and so they were under fire uh, for that. And they they 
cop to it. They didn't, it's this is not like a conspiracy theory. No, you know what I'm saying? No. They have paid um you know they have they have paid and settled um for a lot of the the wrongdoing and and the money that they were finessing people out of hey this is a good point let me let me read this from chuck partner john stuff yeah okay who was the ceo before <laughs> yeah, that's chuck. who was the ceo at that time yeah, right yeah right. let me read this well you know i, I know you know chuck <laughs> yeah they had the same they be going to the same gentleman's club <laughs> spending all our fee money you know what i'm saying tipping strippers at the same gentleman's club i know him and chuck ride together say hey chuck let me tell you, let me remind you about your partner john stump well i, I call mr fake accounts mm, yeah 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 this is recent the article from january of 2020 is saying mr stump paid a 17.5 million dollar fine mm. and they refused to give him the rest of his compensation what so not only did he pay 17.5? But they refused to give him the rest of the money that they owed him. They held his bag. He had some more coming. Hey man, you don't generate all of that. You don't get all them corporate bonuses from all that. All them overdraft fees, that mm-hmm. helped. That helped pay that. Mm-hmm. All them other unnecessary fees. Yeah, yeah. And then they gonna say, uh, he shall not participate in any matter mm-hmm. at any bank regulated by the OCC or vote on the board of directors. The OCC is the Office of Comptroller of the Currency. So, yeah, Mr. Fake Accounts, he can't, we're going to take a bag from him, we ain't going to give him the rest of his money, but he can't um, participate in banking anymore. See, and that's the thing, bro. So, so it's like, the bank paid $185 million in fines, terminated 5,300 low-level employees who created the accounts, and the CEO, uh, Chuck Partner John, resigned. Right. He resigned. Dog, when you you got tried, basically, and convicted of the crime, Bruh. and you were able to just resign, gracefully bow out after all of that. Get what he said. He said, get what, get what, get what Chuck Partner said. Mm. <laughs> the company did not have in place the appropriate people and structure. See, maybe if they was black, See? they would have been. It would have been more See? appropriate. See, right? See, See? yeah, you know, you know, they didn't have the appropriate people, the appropriate people in place. So it's mighty funny that your partner, your partner Chuck, just came forward. You know, mm-hmm. a little bit, a little bit while after saying, you know, this is not a talent. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Is that why you guys didn't have the appropriate people in place? To prevent you guys from stealing from everybody, bro. And bro, and the thing is, it's just, you know, <laughs> this is because I I believe that it's on. I believe that we have to look at at us. And the reason I say look at us is because I feel like it's evident, Jay. With all of this, we see like nobody looking out for us like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would Chuck look out for us? Chuck was born September 15, 1953. Which means he was a teenager during civil rights. Hmm. Yeah, why would, that's real. For, why would Chuck look out for me? That's real, and and and, and that's what I'm saying. Like when, so, <laughs> like he Stop came it, back. Chuck. He came back and apologized. Right after after he you know he was under fire. He came back and said uh, uh, it was an, an an insensitive comment reflecting my own unconscious bias. So yeah, I'm gonna tell you what uh, Alexandra. Uh, they call it AOC. Yeah, right. Yeah, the yeah. New York rep. Mm-hmm. She got clap back at that boy. She mm-hmm. say, 
what, what he lacks, he lacks the talent to recruit mm-hmm. workers. Yeah. That's what he said. And I, yeah. He talking about, it's difficult to hire qualified black executives in the financial industry it's from a very limited pool of black talent. Now she clapped back. She said, no, no, no. You lack the talent, talent. Yep. to exactly. recruit workers. So shout out to AOC. We see yeah. you up there in NY. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so... That's why, so, on, you know, obviously on the show, we talk about a lot of ownership. We talk about a lot of, you know, building the table, you know, um, taking those first steps because it's clear whenever whenever we see comments like this, whenever we see um, ads, whether it's from Gucci or, or Gap or anybody like that, and it's these, these racially insensitive, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, The ads, blackface. The blackface yeah. ads. I think it was Gap that had an ad where it was like a little girl, a little um, white girl using a little black girl almost as like a prop. Like she was kind of leaning on her head and stuff. Mm. You know, uh, the, the, uh, was it ESPN some years ago were doing like, they were doing like a fantasy draft on, you know, but they uh, had like the players' faces, you know, on on the little sticks or whatever, and so it was looking like a slave auction. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know how they was bidding on the players and all. Right. So the problem is this: the problem is people at the top that have mindsets like Chuck, because when those things are happening. Oftentimes, it's no black person in the room. It's no a Hispanic person. It's no person of color in the room to filter none of that through. That's so how it makes basically, it through. Basically, what Corey is saying is he need to go get Dre from Blackish mm-hmm. to work for at Wells Fargo. That's exactly <laughs> what he's saying. Hey, Chuck, go hire Dre from Blackish to go work at Wells Fargo, bro, so you can get a black perspective, okay? Mm-hmm. So, because it's no, bro, it's I have... I have, we as a people should have no room and no tolerance for a person with Chuck's capability, resources, um, um, and, and, um, peers, right? To be, to say, oh, this is my un, my unconscious biasness. Come no, bro. You know, it, it, it's beyond that. It's just, you said something. You know, in this time, it didn't go over because this was said in June. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? In a memo. Said, yeah, yeah, this was said, said in June in a memo. And it's just built and built over time. And they on your head about it. You know what I mean? So you feel like you got to say something. But that's why it's important to know that if you just put in your money in a bank and thinking that that person sitting across from you has your best interest in mind. You throwing a dice, man. Yeah, they want a relationship. You throwing a dice, man. At, at least a at least a pimp think that the prostitute is talented enough to, to work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you don't even think that it, it, it's not a knowledge, not a lot of talent out there. Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> right. Now, see now how does this how did this trickle down? It's trickled down because um during COVID, during a a, a, a pandemic mm. where it is a fact that a lot of small businesses have been struggling mm-hmm. um, and closing and going bankrupt and, and everything. And so banks were giving money mm-hmm. by the uh, by the Fed. The banks were giving money and they were instructed to give this money uh, in the form of loans. The uh, Paycheck Protection uh, PPP. PPP, Paycheck Protect- Protection Loan. 
was one of them. The Fed said, it's like when your mama give you money and tell you go to the store. All right. She told you what to do with this money. All right. <laughs> you know, so you need to get this out fairly, you know what I mean? To, to businesses that, 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 um, 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 have solid business, have been doing business before the pandemic started. Right. Not the Lakers. Yeah. yeah. Not Root Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, not Shake Shack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, people who struggling and Wells Fargo, mm. Um, Get him, Chuck. Under your toolage, Chuck. <laughs> Wells Fargo. Um, how many? How, how, what did the report say, Jay? Uh, Wells a Fargo. Whole, a whopping, a whopping, a whopping one, one. <laughs> large PPP loan. Yeah. To a black-owned business. Yeah. One, Chuck. One. Uno, Nuno, Chuck. <laughs> now to define that for you, a large loan is 150k or more mm-hmm. for PPP. Mm-hmm. Right. Which is nothing to some of them, man. I know churches that got more than that. Yeah. I know black churches that got more than that. Yeah. They ain't getting it from Wells Fargo, right. Chuck. Because under your toolage, Chuck, mm-hmm. the black-owned business under the PPP, they only got a whopping one, one. large PPP loan from Wells Fargo. Pay attention. Chuck. That's what we saying. Pay attention. So, here's the thing. This is, it's not, it's not that, it's not that. It is a black or a white or a brown or a purple. That's not the core. The core of it is a belief system. It is a belief that this group of people looks down upon that group of people. And since they look down upon this group of people, they are not going to ever put them in any position or allow them to be in a position to win. Chuck is in a group of people and he's one of many that does not want to see a person that look like me or that look like Jay win. That's not my opinion. This is a direct statement from him. I speak so passionate. We speak so passionate about it because for so long, our people have been made to think that we were doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong. You're the problem. You know, it's, we got to put this war on poverty. All right. You know, we got to get Nancy Reagan. We got to get these kids, kids all <laughs> these kids drugs. on drugs. Just so, say no. So war on drugs. So war on poverty. You know, we got gangs and we got violence and, you know, we got, you know, drugs in these streets and these children. We got no black fathers in the household. All of these reasons. These are all the reasons why y'all, right, have not been able to rise to the occasion when it's a lot deeper than that you know what I mean hey Chuck come back here you know what I'm saying let me say something first of all I personally don't fool with Wells Fargo um, before I realized that you guys only gave one PPP loan out to mm-hmm. the to a black business one large PPP mm-hmm. uh, loan out um, besides your history of lawsuits besides y'all stealing people creating seven accounts that they don't even know about you the smallest of the four banks mm-hmm. but you guys show abnormally large profits i see jay with the nba is financially trained so mm-hmm. i know y'all scamming <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> i know y'all scamming why well, y'all the smallest of the, but creating but showing record profits <laughs> y'all stealing boy i don't watch american greed enough <laughs> But here, here, Chuck, Chuck, 
your company and everything that they got going on and all that stealing, that y'all deserve to have a $24 stock price. Yeah, <laughs> yeah y'all deserve it, Chuck. Yeah. You know, y'all was at almost $60, you know what I'm saying? And this is, but they stock was plummeting before the pandemic, so yeah. you can go back past March, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah This yeah. is before the pandemic, bro. <laughs> yeah, Chuck. Yeah, You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. But let me, let me educate you, Chuck, um, on black talent, hmm. Chuck. Cause I have an NBA Chuck, hmm. and let, let, let me let me tell you why you don't see the black talent. First of all, black NBA students, the number of black NBA students students hasn't increased in over a decade. Hmm. The number of black students, the average NBA for black students is under ten percent. Hmm. All right. Only 5% of Harvard Business School MBA classes have been black. Only 5% of the students in their classes. In 30 years, bro, in the last 30 years. Crazy. Only 5% of their graduating classes have been black. Right? So I asked myself, Chuck, hey, Chuck, if universities don't recruit black students... How would they get to Wells Fargo corporate office, Chuck? Hmm. Let me let me bag you up a little bit. Let's talk about this high tuition, right? Obviously, we can't pay the high tuition at the programs that you want to go to. And if we did, Wells Fargo is doing uh illegal student loan practices right, 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 anyway, right. Chuck. Right, right. So let's look at high tuition. Um, let's look at the the getting in the program the process anyway let's look at standardized tests that are uh written in a biased way that are biased against minorities mm-hmm. we don't use that language we don't we don't come from the we can't relate to anything in those tests mm-hmm. chuck i'm gonna bag you up some more let's look at the lack of diversity on the faculties at these business schools because mm. in my mba program chuck i remember yeah, I had one black teacher, Chuck. Crazy, bro. Yeah, in my whole, whole NBA program. program. Whole Out of program. 12. Right? That's crazy. So, um, yeah, Chuck. It's deeper than rough. It, it, it's way deeper than that, sir. Um, now, I take this personal because I, I wear a I wear a shirt that says Harvard on it. And and I tell people all the time, the only difference between me and somebody that went to Harvard was opportunity. Facts. Right? Um I know this because all throughout grad school, we were required to read Harvard Business Review. So I got books up on top of books from Harvard Business Review. And I read them and I'm like, yeah, I already understand most of that. Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't, I didn't learn a lot of new concepts. Mm-hmm. If anything, I put the name, the official name to the concepts I already knew. For example, like, uh, retain earnings, Chuck. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, well, I don't know what retain earnings was, Chuck, but I know what re-up money is, Chuck. Right. <laughs> Saving my money, you know what I'm saying, yeah. to further the continuance of my business activities, Chuck. Yeah. So, because you have things like that, verbiage, and things that don't relate, there's going to be, and add that with tuition costs, add that with barriers to get in, and add that with the uh, standardized tests and add all of that in there. Crime written neighborhoods, add all of that in. That's why you're not seeing us, Chuck. And at that, we don't know where the business school is, Chuck. Mm-hmm. 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 
when you make a blanket statement like, oh, it's not that much black talent, um, that's the biggest cop out because before you can before you can even dream about making that statement, you gotta ask yourself, what are all the things that need to happen before you can have a some type of cop out statement like that? And if you do that, you will see you won't be able to get through a fraction of the issues during your lifetime to be able to get to a conclusion of there's not enough black talent. You understand what I'm saying? And we 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 preached about it with Rich Dad Poor Dad talking about financial IQ. You up you once you up your financial IQ, you can see things that other people can't see, right? Same thing goes in in life in whatever IQ, right? So when you talk about your racial IQ, when you talk about your equality IQ, if you have a low racial IQ, a low quality IQ, meaning your information, your knowledge, and the application of that it has it, it is on a low level, then you're going to operate on a low level. So what Chuck has is he has a low equality, a low racial, racial uh, 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 justice IQ. Correct. When you talk about a group of people, and here's the thing, Jay, here's the thing. This is not, uh, this is not, 1800 and, and, and 20 where you don't know what's going on 100 miles up the road because that's like across the world for you you know what i'm saying this is not some age where you only know what's going on 20 feet around you this is 2020 right it is it, it is i mean virtually impossible to look at any area of professionalism Right or, or what people deem to be success or professionalism, and not be able to spot a black person. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, you talk about real estate, you talk about stock, uh, you know, with trading, you talk about or, or any kind of financial institution, uh, you talk about media, you talk about authors, you talk any area, you can spot a black person or black people on high and low levels that are doing their thing and killing it, just like everybody else. So it's just a foolish statement to make it but it shows you if this is what's happening at the top if this is who's driving the ship at the top then what should you expect from everything that comes under it and and the the problem is that this statement is not the exception to the rule statements like this have been made so continuously over time because what they go ah what they gonna do you know, well, you know, none of the none of the six uh, big Wall Street banks have ever had a black or a female CEO. Mm, I believe I didn't know that, fact, yeah, but know, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Well, City Citigroup said they're gonna they're gonna look into getting a, a female CEO, but that they, they've never had a female or a black CEO. It's crazy, dog. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so let's let's let me ask you this. Okay. When when company when a when a CEO of a company um can make these kind of statements and showcase their hand, clearly showcase their hand. We know that companies like this have boards of di- board of directors and stuff like that. So Chuck don't just put in an application and one person review it. It's a whole team and a system of people that come together to hire and fire. So when it's clear that that is your CEO's perspective. Do you believe that as a board or however Wells Fargo does this hiring, that they should should collectively uh, agree that 
he is not capable of running an ethical business? Like, is that statement basically parallel to saying I'm I'm not uh, I'm not ethically inclined to be fair as a CEO? My answer depends on who's on the board. Because mm. because the, the board is all the board is, is yeah, all chucks. Then, then, then if it's full of chucks, which I think it probably is, mm. because it says uh, about thirteen percent of the named executives in financial service companies are racial or et- ethnic minorities. Mm. That don't mean black. True. So True. if only if only thirteen percent is ethnic minority color period then that means way less than 13% is black black. yeah that's good now my thing is this Jay with the NBA I'm gonna keep it fair if blacks represent 13 to 15% of this country, I just expect thirteen to fifteen percent of leadership. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I want mm-hmm. it to look like this country, bro. Mm-hmm, That's it, mm-hmm, bro. That's mm-hmm. it, man. I promise. I ain't trying to do too much. I just want it to be fair, right? You right. know what I'm saying? But no, I don't think they can give you that if they all playing golf with each other and they've all. That's all they do is hang with each other. They don't have no context outside of what they do. You That's know? good. That's good. That's powerful. That makes that it makes perfect sense that you will never get there because. They they think and say the same thing. They just talk. They in they group chat. They just saying, "Boy, why you say that out loud? You can't say that on no Zoom call. You know what I'm saying? You can't say, use that kind of verbiage on no Zoom call." Didn't I tell you at whole nine? Yeah, of course, yeah, the other yeah. day. Not you can't to do, do that. Like, you can't do that now. Not not <laughs> not today. You can't do that like that. Yeah, yeah. We gotta let this this Floyd thing go down, mm-hmm. Chuck. You can't say that right now, mm-hmm. Chuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Oh, and to all these banks, there's a lot of thing I'm gonna say about that. To all these banks that talking about they want to close the racial wealth gap and somebody they gonna uh, direct money towards closing the racial wealth gap in the United States and these minority business programs and all that amen if you need some consultation hmm. hit me at at J with the NBA <laughs> on Instagram you know what I'm saying I'll tell you let me show you how it could really 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 get to the people if you serious yeah cause a lot of y'all are lying yeah Big fan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Big a lot fan. of y'all lying. If you if you wanted to do that, they'd have been did it, bro. You would you would be giving more than one PPP loan of a hundred thousand or more. They would have been, and that's the thing. I ain't trying to hear what you're talking about. Show me, show me the and money. You want to talk about money management? Boy, I ain't never seen people manage money like black people. What Tupac say? Mama made miracles every, every Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Boy, what is you talking <laughs> about, you Chuck? Yeah, hey, you man, you crazy, man. Uh, my my Hispanic people out there sell, selling tamales, doing what they mm-hmm. gotta do. You ain't, ain't no hustlers like minority hustlers, mm-hmm. Chuck. So mm-hmm. I don't even know what you talking about, fam. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hit me on it. Hit me in the inbox, Chuck. Yeah, 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 <laughs> bro. So look, that's I really. That's all we got today, man. You know what I'm saying? That's that's all we got. Um, the the last thing that that we'll close with, you know, we always try to make it make make our podcast um actionable. You know what I'm saying? And so, other than pay attention, man. Other than pay attention, drama voice, DJ drama. Voice. You know what I'm saying? Um, what 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 we hope that you take from this episode is understanding, like, yo, it. Boys is not looking out for us like that. Mm-mm. You got to take it because I know when you go and you put your money in that bank, it's been ingrained in us to feel like you can trust it. 
like like you can be comfortable there like they're gonna protect you know what you've been working so hard for and when you and, and if you feel too much of that you'll be lax and you won't you won't be thinking about how this is just a necessary evil in some cases and that you need to be in full control and not just guiding because that's what they were doing they were guiding people in the wrong direction Mm -hmm. because they trusted them Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and and look they ain't the first and they will not be the last to do that Mm -hmm. so if nothing else we want to passionately show you how we feel but then factually you know what i'm saying we reading facts that showcase say now bro friend or foe foe you know what I'm saying? If double you got fold. to double fold, if you got to, if you got to just uh, broad stroke it, um, that's what it is. And so that's not to say everybody that works for a bank is the devil and da 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 da. But that is to say that the banking system, the, the finance, industry, the industry, the financial system that America run, runs on is viciously flawed, direct targeted. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, the, 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 the message for the day is pay attention, man. Jay, you got anything else? Um, yeah, I want to say, um, this, we talking about money circulation. So if we don't get paid those salaries, then the money doesn't trickle down to our community. I tell you all the time how we just financially discriminated against. I mean, like I said, the Department of Labor got on their website. Like, just... So, when Chuck do these things or... And when they don't have um, a lot of black people making these salaries and making a substantial amount, there's no trickle-down economics. Mm. You know, the the barbershop ain't making as much as it could. The beauty shop ain't. Or... The places where we spend our money at in a black community, if we not making decent salaries, mm-hmm. then we don't have that trickle down economics with the other people that who we circulate our money with. Mm-hmm. Which is why they say, "Oh, why this, the hood is all tore up?" Because the money circulation in the hood is tore up. Yeah, that's good. You see what I'm saying? So when he say stuff like that, he doesn't know the effect that it does have. If you're thinking about taking that CEO or whoever that executive they were talking about that wasn't black um, putting a black person there and then follow their paycheck Mm. see where it goes Mm -hmm. and see just how many black people and black businesses or minority Hispanic Mm -hmm. businesses that they touch with their paycheck Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that's less money circulating there so that's a dangerous thing Chuck straight like that yo this is the Literacy King's we still in our money circulation series. I appreciate y'all for coming back and listen to us give facts, listen to us rant, you know what I'm saying, and hopefully speak for you at the exact same time. My next book is going to be about Black Wall Street. Yeah, yeah, Black yeah, Wall yeah, Street. yeah, yeah. We're going to show you how we circulate money, Chuck. Yeah, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? So if you haven't, make sure you leave that five-star rating and a review um, to let us know how you feel. Hit us up at Literacy Kings um, on IG. We be in our DMs. You hit us up. You know what I'm saying? We might just fly you a pack or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, love. Love. Now, reading is fundamental. fundamental.